Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Tech Events Matter, a series of interviews of mentors and friends of Startup Sesame who all share one thing in common. They attend uh, events as part of their job, quite a lot of them. On this new episode, we interview Geraldine Lemaire, a French entrepreneur based in San Francisco, now in Paris today, who co-founded several tech companies, including Le Web. In 2016, Geraldine created The Refiners in San Francisco. The Refiners is a fund and a startup program designed specifically for foreign founders. Hi, Geraldine. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what is the refiners, or should I ask, uh, who are the refiners? Um, the refiners are um, a lot of entrepreneurs, 40 companies we, uh, we already uh, backed, but, um, but the, the, the beginning of the refiners is three people. It's um, my two co-founders, uh, Carlos Diaz and Pierre Gobil, and, and myself, um, and we created the refiners um, almost two years ago now. Nice. What is the most exciting part of your job uh, at with the refiners? Being with um, with entrepreneurs who have great vision, who want to uh, uh, change the world, and uh, and um, and getting the opportunity to uh, to be on that side. Okay. Um, tell, maybe tell us a bit more how the programs work, uh, for how long it is, and you call that so, fleet, right? So um, yeah, we call fleets because we are pirates and we are only focusing on on uh, foreign founders. So the idea um, is uh, to help non-American uh, entrepreneurs to go global from day one uh, with their companies. And um, sometimes, and most of the time, it's very difficult to do it uh, scratch from Europe. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to help them to be and to set up the right trajectory for their companies and understand what app, well what what they can learn in uh, in uh, older ecosystem that what they have in uh, their own ecosystem. So let's let's say um, if it's a French company um, and it's a French company in B two C, it's going to be very difficult for a French company being in Paris uh, in B two C to uh, to access a market mm-hmm. and to understand um, how well the good recipes, what 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 are the good practice, uh, what should be uh, the go to market. And uh, on the contrary, um, in the U.S., uh, in San Francisco, you have a lot of people who've been there, done that. So mm-hmm. uh, the, 
the point is to uh, to get best of both worlds and understand uh, each ecosystem, the, 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 the good things of each ecosystem, and apply them to the, um, to the our own community. Is it? Uh, do you think it's uh, a compulsory to for European entrepreneurs to go there to go to SF? And, and why is the case? No, it's not compulsory. It depends on uh, what you're doing. Um, it's it's all about uh, if you have a tech and uh, your tech uh, could be global and could be applied to uh, everyone in the world or at least a lot of people in the world, then it's very important to understand from day one what should be done. Uh, it doesn't mean uh, moving to the U.S. per se. It means understanding. It means learning. It means getting the information from experts, from people who've done it already or people working on it already and it might be uh it might be someone in i mean it might be an ecosystem in asia if your market is is more uh, asia but most of the time for tech uh it's the us um more than 40% of uh, the consumers the, the 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 market for tech is in the us so uh, it's it's kind of uh very important for, for that you you're saying uh how many startups do you get uh, to review like in terms of uh, the selection process of the fleets or um we we review a, a couple of hundreds um i would say like uh, around uh, 500 600 mm -hmm. and um and we select only 10 to 12 and what are the the criteria that you put to selection criteria that you have so team is very important. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's there is a there is a lot about the team and um, the kind of entrepreneur you can meet uh, and we will will follow. Um, second, it's to have a tech uh, and uh, and to um, uh, disrupt the market maybe or being very innovative. It doesn't mean that the products need to be already here and 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 done and packaged, but um, the vision is very important too. So it's uh, some of the criteria, and there are many more. But um, I would say my my top top of mind would be the team. Right now, you are uh, what what time of the year is it for you? Like you at the end of a fleet, you are about to onboard a new one. Yeah, we have two fleets uh, per year. So one is uh, March to June. So we are about to uh, mm -hmm. onboard uh, next uh, next week, actually next Monday. Uh, not this one the, on on the 19th um the fleet four and then it's december um it's um sorry september to december okay um, so it's a free month the long program is a free month program also you told me about uh, a new program you're launching for shorter term uh immersion for entrepreneurs uh can you tell us a little bit more about this yeah. new program? <laughs> Absolutely. With, um, with the long program, we invest in the companies. It's a three-month program, so there is a, a kind of a big commitment, uh, mm -hmm. and um, it's a big choice to uh, to commit for three months. And we realized, speaking with entrepreneurs here in Europe, um, that they might, I mean, they might need and they do need a one-week immersion program, uh, very focused on business, very focused on on workshop. And uh, Carlos and Pierre are working on, on designing the program right now, and we will be launching it very soon. So it's going to be several times per year. It's not going to be a selection process because um, that one will be a paying program. Of course, we've um, uh, adjusted to startups because we, are, we, we want to see entrepreneurs and help startups. But uh, for like um, a full five working days in San Francisco, okay. very focused on business.
Okay. Um, and Steel Battery Program, you told me um, that you have quite a different approach to uh, demo days. Like you don't do uh, like traditional demo days. Uh, what do you do instead? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the way we do it, we we didn't want to do demo days because um, there are so many in San Francisco. I mean, it's it's kind of uh, it's it's almost every day. So uh, I I think VCs are kind of overwhelmed with the mm -hmm. demo days. So our approach is more like one to one. Uh, we reach out to uh, our network, to our friends, VCs, and 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 people who are really looking into um, funding in seed, for for instance. Um, we share our portfolio. We share the fleet portfolio at, the, at an, those who are raising, and they they will uh, see maybe one two company, but but in depth, uh, more in a one to one for one hour for two hours, um, and um, still. Uh, we want the uh, entrepreneurs and the fleet to be able to uh, show the ad work and, uh, and pitch in front of the community. So what we do is what we call the pitch night. Uh, mm -hmm. It's more festive. It's uh, in between a demo something and a, and a party. And um, it's open to a lot of people. Anyone can, it's, anyone can come. So we have VCs, we have entrepreneurs, we've, we have people who can find partners and, and, and customers. Um, and um, it's at, by the end of the program, but not at the very end, so that if mm -hmm. any a serendipity or network uh, gets out of it, and which happens most of the time, um, then then they have they have some runway behind. And we have we gather around three hundred people uh, during that pitch night, so it's um it's a nice moment. Uh, just I'm curious about a bit of the logistics when you say that it's a party. Do you mean that the the startups are pitching with like music in the back or what is it? Or <laughs> and like, dancing and yeah, no. they have to dance so, while <laughs> No, I say it's a party because uh, we do have music in between the 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 the, the pitches, but uh, it's because we have one part which is the the moment where the 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 startup pitch per mm -hmm. se, and then after that we have drinks, we have. Uh, uh, last time we had a lot of, we had a gaufre uh, I mean, <laughs> moment where they were doing very super good gaufre at, at that time of crepes or stuff like that. So um, that's, that's why it's, it's more festive than just being like in a conference room, looking at companies and, uh, and mm -hmm. it's at night. It's yeah. like at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Okay. You see a lot of startups uh, as part of your job and you've been following the digital industry for the past like 20 years. I was interesting. Um, to know about your opinion in terms of like uh, the top trends, right? What is uh, exciting for you to, to invest in? Uh, what are the most promising areas of development in technology today? So uh, we do invest in company where uh, we think we have an added value. So that's not really about trends or uh, if, you, if, if I see a company, let's say in nanotechnologies, I know that I mean, we don't have the, the outreach or, or the network or the experience or uh, the mentors to help them. So we, mm -hmm. we won't go there, even if it's a Nodelstone product or, or, or company. Um, but for sure, um, now everyone is, is, uh, is looking at uh, AI, uh, mach machine learning. Um, this is super, super. I mean, it's even buzzword. Um, mm -hmm. But if you go in depth, um, you uh, you can find really good stuff, and it's just the beginning. Every everything needs to be done, so there is a lot of uh, yeah, there is a lot of things, and um, yet nothing for real. Uh, 
Blockchain is also uh, very promising, and, um, and we see also with the trend of the ICOs, the new way of financing companies, uh, which is quite interesting because something is really happening now. Um, and well, of, of, of course, uh, deep tech uh, is, is now um, getting more and more um, looked at uh, by, uh, by VCs and um, looking at tech that will, will change, uh, impact the world uh, in depth. Mm-hmm. We've been receiving a very, very interesting uh, application for our, our program, Startup Sesame, from what is deep tech vertical. And you really, truly, like, you, you discover uh, companies that are working on things that you, you didn't even know that it was like a thing, right? Uh, because it's game changing and, and that will require such a big uh, innovation, like in many different areas. And, and yeah, it's a fascinating um, time, I, I would say, to, to launch this type of companies today. Absolutely. And, and also, there are so many uh, areas, not fancy, not sexy, where tech can really change the game and, uh, and improve the economy, um, that it's very, uh, I mean, it's very important to look at that too. It's just, it's just not fad words or, or buzz or it's, uh, in depth. Mm-hmm. Yusuf, you are a serial entrepreneur. I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, you've done several uh, companies. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did several companies. And I got Absolutely. to know you when you were running the web. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to know, I mean, share with us uh, a bit about your background uh, before the refiners. I uh, started, as you said, more than 20 years ago in 95, created and uh, co-created with my uh, ex-husband uh, several companies including a web agency called B2L, which was the, the first company, then uh, RapidSight, uh, which I was running as CEO, and which was a web hosting company, and then several others, uh, some on, on blogs, uh, which ended up in doing the web for 10 years, um, mm-hmm. a conference that we launched with Loic in uh, 2004. You know that I still have people who tell me about the web as part of their event agenda, so they think they still exist. Yeah, it's very funny because I get I, I also get emails and when is the next edition? And it's like it's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to a lot of events as part of your job. Um so I mean I'm gonna ask you, I know the answer, but like why do you go to events? Uh so how many do you go and what are your favorite ones? Um so let's uh, let's start. Why? Because I think it's it's very important to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And even though we have all the social networks, we have all the, those means of uh, of communication. Uh, real life is still super good, uh, and would be. Uh, I mean, I really re- recommend meeting people. So uh, so that's that's uh, for me a key point. Um, how many? I don't know. Maybe five to six a year. Um, okay. I, I I'd rather small ones now. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, some of the big ones are very great, very good. Um, and what was uh, the end of uh, the, the third part of your question? What are your favorite favorite events? Favorite, favorite events. events. Yeah. Okay. Um, some of them are very. My, my favorite should my, is definitely um, uh, the lobby. From uh, it's a private event from uh, um, my friend uh, David Ornick, um from August Capital. So uh, this is a very close and intimate uh, gathering of like 200 people. Uh, so uh, the good thing is it's off the record and you can have a really open conversation. So I think it's very valuable being this one or others, uh, this kind of event, because then you have, uh, you have well, you have a real conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the big ones are concerned, I would say slush. I was very impressed this year. I went for the first time to slush. And um, I think the quality of the production, the quality of the event, and uh, all the, I mean, stage, all the stages they had, uh, the way they, they put lights on startups, um, it was very good. So I really loved uh, Slush. They do an amazing job. Um, and then in the US, I, I also go to um, Code Events from uh, mm-hmm. Paris Swisher. Um, and it's another type of crowd, uh, more corporate, maybe uh, US and VCs. Um, so this, these are my main three. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, thank you. You, you, you started the web in 2003. What I've, yeah. what I've changed uh, in events for the past 10, 15 years, what would you say? Like when, if you compare how events were done and what was the content, what was the, you know the the participation mm-hmm. compared the to today? What changed is the quantity. When we started the web with Loic in two thousand and four, there was nothing. So, um, and to be really honest, we didn't start to 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 do a, a conference business. We said, okay, there is. We were in Europe by the time, and we were in Paris, and um, we said, okay, there is something to be done to help entrepreneurs in Europe. Um, for I mean kind of a platform for success. Mm-hmm. And also it was important for us. We, we've been working with the U.S. since the beginning and, and looking at what was happening there. And um, it was important for us to, um, for the, uh, to, to help the, uh, the, the, the U.S. entrepreneurs the, uh, to understand that something was happening also in Europe. So we created the web for that. So that was back in 2004. There was nothing. So we, during 10 years, we had... Almost everyone coming to the web uh, from Silicon Valley, um, when um, when people would would not even recognize who they were. Like I remember when Evan Williams came in two thousand and seven uh, at the very very beginning of Twitter. Uh, nobody was uh, was aware of Twitter, and uh, nobody would stop Evan in a in a corridor. So 
Um, even when uh, Jack Dorsey came uh, to uh, launch Square, I think it was at the 104, uh, maybe in 2008, 9. Uh, well, that was, I mean, nobody was very uh, attentive to Square and, and look at what it is now. So uh, that was really our point is this kind of uh, discovery and, um, and helping entrepreneurs to be inspired. Uh, to find also other entrepreneurs um, within their ecosystem that with whom they can do things. Mm. One, one thing that I usually uh, say to to someone asking me about uh, the the history of tech events, like uh, you know what is what were the first ones and this type of thing, I usually mention uh, the web as very being as far as I know the first one in Europe where you had the production of uh, almost like a TV show. <laughs> Well, I was really, really picky on the on the production. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Yeah, how do you for get sure. that inspiration? Why, why you know, what it's were you not, looking at? Um, actually, it's not about inspiration. It's it's just that I I wanted to to give quality to everyone, uh, to the people on stage, my speakers, um, because it was very important, and they were at well, I mean, they were they were traveling. We never paid any uh -huh. speaker for the, the web, so they were traveling pro bono. Uh, to come to the web to share their experience, their story. So uh, it was important. And on the other hand, uh, the participants, I mean, they were paying a, a ticket quite high price. Uh, I think we were, de we were delivering, a, I mean, quality, but quality is in all the details and, mm -hmm. uh, and also in production. So um, I, I wouldn't have loved to do a I mean, very low cost and very basic production. That was not my thing. Um, maybe I'm too sophisticated. Uh, but uh, this is the way I, I was thinking about the web is is, is doing it well. Uh, what was uh, apart from the production value? What what would what was uh, so special about it? What was uh, something that you were putting in that you you think that maybe few people were putting? Like um, it was like I don't know networking or. Um, well. By the time there was not uh, that many conferences, so people wouldn't get uh, the opportunity to uh, meet each other. So we had 80, 80 nationalities, uh, almost, I mean, countries coming to the web. Um, if I, well, from what I've heard from participants, uh, the networking was very important. And also the fact that you were coming to the web for three days. Uh, and you would pay maybe the price of a maybe the price of a of a, um, a plane ticket, but still it would be you would meet a lot of people and mm -hmm. uh, those connections were meaningful. This is also why we um, we kind of uh, choose. I mean, it was a choice to have like no more than three thousand, four thousand people, uh, because otherwise uh, these those connections don't happen. So yeah, networking was uh, was key, I think. Okay. And, and of course, I mean, uh, the, the program Loic was putting together um, was, um, was also very useful and uh, impactful for, for the participants. So a good mix. I don't know. You should ask people who came to the web several times. Um, a little bit biased. Biased, yeah. I yeah. know. I know that. Um, what do you think? Do you think we'll still continue to go to events in five years? In 10 years? Um, for the time being, I think there are too many events. I mean, the the, the yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing. How, it's it's crazy, right? Uh, if you if you decide to go uh, in tech, in digital, to one event mm -hmm. a day, uh, you might me may, maybe be able to go to two events a day. So they it's kind of overcrowded. 
um, I do believe, maybe I'm totally wrong, that the value is in small gatherings, uh, maybe short, I mean, short gatherings, maybe it could be half a day or it could be, uh, but uh, meaningful ones. So um, my take is that the, the number is not uh, the value and, and people would prefer to, uh, to go to, uh, I mean, events of, of like maybe 500 max or 300 max uh, participants, but with really meaningful connections. And topics. I mean, it's it's it's, mm -hmm. it's not about. I mean, it's not about delivering uh, commercial speeches on on stage. You want to learn something. If you go to an event, you want to meet people and you want to learn something. So if you don't meet people and if you don't learn anything, then uh, why? Right. What would be your advice to uh, event organizers that are you know listening to this? Uh, like someone who's planning a startup event, maybe even for the first time. Some do's yeah. and don'ts, you know. Well, I wouldn't dare to give uh, advice. I think it's uh... <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, from a producer um, perspective, I would say uh, be very fo focused on details because this is, uh, I mean, details are really the things that makes um, it different or not. Um, the uh, the other thing is is um, your team is very important. Uh, mm -hmm. Who are you working with? So on my side, I never had any employees or for the web, but, but people really committed. So freelancers or, or entrepreneurs, people who had their own companies, um, a very close team of uh, four or five people uh, who I trusted like crazy. I was running the, the, the company from San Francisco, coming very often to Paris, but still um, I, I needed to share that, I mean, full trust to, uh, to people I was working with. Um, and um, and a lot of organization. I think it was it was smooth because we had a lot of. Uh, I mean, everything was planned. Everything was uh, planned in the details again, and um, and that's probably why it was uh, feasible this way because everyone knew uh, the mission he had to accomplish. Mm -hmm. That's a, I think a very interesting uh, advice, and especially for the fact that people are. The one that are launching new events and the one that we know around us are usually doing this for our community. Like it's uh, usually, you know, for to to raise awareness around a specific theme or um, an issue in tech, etc. So having this uh, this form of management of bringing people together behind this mission is, uh, I think, a powerful um, yeah, statement. I mean, something that they. The, the, that will inspire them. Um, I had a question about you when you are uh, also attending events yourself as a participant, so now as an investor running the, the refiners. What is um, how to approach you? Like if uh, an entrepreneur you know, would like to talk to you, what, are, what is your advice? Oh, it's super easy. It's just send me an email. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the easiest way. And uh, I, I answer to all my emails. So, uh, so that's, that's uh, the... The, the easiest way and uh, from a participant point of view I would say that you really need to do a homework before mm -hmm. uh, and uh, don't go to an event with, without being prepared uh, you have to have um, I mean a goal what, what is your goal in going, going to that event what, what do you want to achieve it could be meeting some VCs and, um, and then if you want to meet, meet some investors then email before get an answer a yes a no ask for 10 minutes don't ask for an hour it's just like, can I get 10, 15 minutes of your time? And, um, and then be very flexible. 
maintain your planning. I was discussing with Carlos a few weeks ago and he was talking about uh, what he did at Web Summit. And uh, he did, he, I mean, a lot of startup, uh, I, I never went, went to, uh, to Web Summit, but Carlos was this year, last year. And uh, he planned ahead a lot of meetings and a, a lot of those meetings did not happen. Um, which is not good. I mean, if you take a time to, uh, to do meetings, I know uh, during the events, you're kind of uh, in the vibe and you lose time and you lose the planning, but, but that's not good. So uh, do homework, uh, identify people you want to meet, uh, and, uh, and then be very focused on what you want as your personal uh, ROI uh, for the event. Yeah, very good advice. Um, yesterday, uh, March 8th, was the International Women's Day. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what day in the year? Come on. <laughs> what do you think uh, about the role of events to, to provide a more inclusive culture of entrepreneurship? Uh, well, I, I, it's, it's, I mean, it's super complicated. I've been, we've been challenged with Louis all our web life about having women on stage and, and you can, I mean, you can understand I would have been super happy that uh, Loic uh, would, would book like 50, 50 women, uh, 50 women and, and men on, on stage, but it is, it's super complicated. I don't think it's about that, but I really true. I mean, I truly believe that we need to have more women in tech um, that, um, it, it's it's not going through the events. Uh, it's it's more about um, girls understanding that that they can enter this digital uh, world. Uh, and yesterday, I was very inspired by um, a student. She's a, a, a student uh, at um, Epitech, I think. Deep uh, Deep uh, Deep uh, Maybe I, I have her first name wrong, but uh, and she uh, she was very clear and she's in uh, at the end of a, a, a studies there and she was very clear on saying you know girls you you need to go into ai and machine learning because for the time being only men develop kit and nothing has been done yet so you 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 can do it and we need you we need girls to go into that uh that areas so that the algorithm we will have uh tomorrow won't be algorithm for men and um, and AI for men by men and with behaviors we might not feel good with as women. Mm -hmm. So, um, as far as conferences are involved, uh, maybe free tickets for women. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I know some conferences do mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. just to kind of uh, start something. Uh, maybe if you are a woman in tech and you want to go to an event, you shouldn't be paying for now. Um, and maybe that would drive more people to uh, go to those events. Otherwise, this is why, I mean, I, I'm not really sure events can, can, um, uh, can shake and move um, the industry. Uh, it, it, it goes far beyond. And yeah. mm -hmm. it's, it's very complicated. Of course, more women on stage, this is obvious. The more women you can have on stage, the more speaker women you can have on stage. Uh, it's it's uh, it's great. It's good. Uh, last question uh, before we wrap it up: um, How can we help you? Well, if you are a startup, uh, well, email us. I mean, uh, it's very we are very easy to find. Uh, the the more startups we see, uh, the happier we are. <laughs> uh, we are very um, open to discussions. So. Uh, 
do not do not put uh, too much pressure on the fact that you're not ready for the US or you don't know. Um, it's it's really about learning. Uh, it's not about saying, oh, my company, I'm going to move to the US or I'm going to go international. It's do I have a company that might go global? Um, if yes, if the answer is yes, come and learn and then do the right thing to get the right trajectory which is very important. It's, it's, that's, that's the point. And that's what we do at the refiners is help you to get the right trajectory from France, maybe in the US, maybe not, but cross-border for sure. Thank you, Geraldine, for your time today. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for joining us in this new episode of Tech Events Matter. The video will be available on Facebook and we will soon publish the podcast of the interview. See you very soon. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.